Northumberland 89.7 is CFWN, truly local radio, serving Northumberland County, a not-for-profit volunteer community radio station. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests of Reality Realty are not necessarily the views or opinions of Northumberland 89.7 FM. The information given is designed to be informative and helpful. You should always consult a professional when buying or selling your home. This is Reality Realty. I'm Dale Bryant, and I'm a real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. And at this time each week, we bring you Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty, your local real estate forum, where we take on, we talk about, and we interview guests on all things real estate with a direct focus on Northumberland County and the communities within it. Today, we'll be taking a look at the market analysis of a home. It could be that you're a potential seller and you're wanting to know the value of your home or you're a buyer and you're wanting to know the fair market value of the home you're considering. We'll be taking a a close look at what a market analysis uh, should have in it and what those components of the market analysis means to you uh, buyers and sellers and and how to make sense of them. And we'll be looking at some amusing real estate news articles I found on the web, Uh, not necessarily at the local level today, but at the national level. So let's begin today's show with our market update. Our market update is Snapshot, and we take a look at the local real estate market here in Northumberland County. Over the past month, we've had 83 single-family residential sales. And that's an increase of 30 sales over last week's report. So this would be an indication of <clears throat> everything shifting by a month, by, by a week rather. So our month now started at January 1st to February 1st, as opposed to including that week in between Christmas and New Year's. So that's why we got that big jump of 30 sales over last week's report. We're left with an inventory of 120. 82 residential listings for sale. <coughs> Pardon me. On average, the selling price of successful sales over the past 12 months has increased once again and is now at $347,000. That is the average selling price. Now, that's really interesting because over the past many months, it seems that every week we report here on Reality Realty of the average selling price over the past year, very often we're getting a climb by $1,000, $1,000, maybe it'll, maybe it'll stay the same for a week or two and then another $1,000 increase. Since last week's report, that went up $2,000 for the average sale price. People are receiving 98.5% on average of their asking price. And the market time has reduced by another day because the market time for those successful sales is now 45 days. Northumberland County is in a seller's market with an absorption rate of 46% based on the past month's sales trend. And that's a large jump from the 28% we reported last week in the absorption rate. 
<clears throat> you don't have to worry if you've missed these statistics and, and they're of importance to you. I do have them posted at the end of every month. And so uh, we posted them yesterday. Uh, so that would be the end of the month end for January. If you're interested in finding them on, uh, look me up on either my Facebook page, my Twitter page, or my Google Plus page. So you might wonder where in the world <clears throat> do these numbers come from? Do these statistics, do the calculations come from? Well, I research these Northumberland County statistics and I calculate the absorption rate using information from List Central. And List Central is presently the local realtor component of the MLS system. So if you're thinking of buying or selling a home, you'll want this information to be area specific specific to the property type you're dealing with and the price band it's in. And so what do you do? You talk to your local realtor to understand the Northumberland market information most relevant to you. And we'll be taking a closer look when we're doing the market analysis. <clears throat> a look at the market analysis later in the show. We're going to take a deeper look at the area specific price band specific uh, stats that we review in snapshot every week. Today's mortgage rates, five-year fixed is still as low as 2.59% and that remains the same as last week's report and a five-year variable is still as low as 2.1% and I would like to thank Carol Ann Bryant. Carol Ann is a mortgage broker with the Broker Financial Group and she provides these rates to us every week and I would like to say happy anniversary to Carol Ann. Uh, Carol Ann is my wife <clears throat> and today is our 32nd year anniversary. It is uh, always, uh, what, what should I say, it's, it's easy to remember because it's Groundhog Day, a very romantic day to get married. Any, any young people thinking about that in the future, it's worked for us. And that, folks, is your current snapshot of the residential real estate market in Northumberland County. And Caroline, maybe, maybe it gets even better today than, than an announcement on Reality Realty and the uh, reference to Groundhog Day. So, folks, this is just a reminder that the views and opinions expressed by me, co-hosts, guests of the show, or any of the articles presented do not represent the views and opinions of the station of the Northumberland Hills Association of Realtors of any real estate brokerage or of any other realtor. Simply our views and opinions at this time. <coughs> First thing I'd like to look at <clears throat> this morning on the show is an, an article that was, uh, it was a January 30th article this year. It was an online article from REM Magazine, REM uh, standing for real estate magazine, <clears throat> and and this is this is more of interest to realtors uh, than the general public, but still big news if it's in fact true. Um, and it's titled Oria, and Oria is the Ontario Real Estate Association. Oria loses real estate licensing education, and I'll just read a little bit of this article. <clears throat> The Ontario Real Estate Association, also known as ARIA, has lost a bid to continue providing Ontario real estate licensing education after the year 2020, sources tell REM, REM magazine. 
The news comes according to industry insiders after the Real Estate Council of Ontario, being referred to as RICO, selected another respondent to the request for proposal process it launched in March of 2016 for the Educational Services Agreement, and they'll refer to that as um, the ESA. RICO oversees real estate licensing education in Ontario on behalf of the provincial government and ARIA's Real Estate College, currently delivers licensing education under the existing ESA that expires in 2020. RICO Senior Communications Officer Adam Hawkins would not confirm or deny the allegations, telling REM that he can't say much about the process other than to confirm that the process is still ongoing. The notice also says that all of the parties involved in the process have entered into a legally binding confidentiality agreement that prohibits the release of any information related to the process. Now, RICO, they've been providing this sort of education for over 40 years. And in 2015, according to a 2016 annual report, it showed that their education component of what they do accounted for, uh, what was it, 76% of its total revenue. So this will be a huge hit to Aria if this happens. And uh, so if you're in the real estate industry, or more so, uh, people about to enter the real estate industry, well, about to enter 2020 and beyond, there could be a big change up at that time. I have, I have one other um, interesting news article here. It's, it's a bit unusual, but uh, it, it, it has something to say about the uh, creativity and imaginations of, of certain realtors and uh, maybe even the trouble it can get realtors into. And this is a, an article that I found online. Uh, for CTV News, and this was published on January 26th this year by Nick Wells, <clears throat> and the title is Real Estate Superhero Hit with Copyright Warning from DC Comics. So I'll just read a bit about this article. They're not naming the real estate brokerage by name. They're calling it ABC Realtor has been hit with a copyright warning from DC Comics. The comics company known for superheroes such as Superman, Batman, over his superhero personality. Ian Brett, who dubbed himself Captain Vancouver, after Van Vancouver's namesake Maritime Explorer, bills himself as a real estate superhero on his website. Uh, he say, says, I need to stand up to be a real superhero. His outfit features a powdered wig, a tricorn hat, and breeches. But DC Comics, which is nothing like uh, a superhero um, getup, but DC Comics has taken offense to the bright red and yellow logo splashed across his t-shirt. So I have seen, I saw a picture in the, on this article, and, and it does read, resemble the su uh, the Superman badge on his t-shirt, but it has the Realtor logo in the center, the the thick R logo. And uh, Brett, Brett had his trademark, uh, had trademarked the name Captain Vancouver in 2013, 
but says issues arose when he went to trademark the phrase real estate superhero. A lawyer in Toronto said, no, we can't use it. He told CTV Vancouver, they sent us a letter, a bit of a threat actually, telling us we had to stop it because they own all trademarks with the word superhero in it. In a letter sent in early January from uh, Bearskin and Parr, a Toronto law firm specializing in intellectual property, the company noted that DC Comics has held the copyright to Superman and his appearance for more than 70 years. It also notes that DC Comics is the owner of superheroes and superhero, uh, the actual wording. So, uh, Brett, he, he goes on to say that uh, recently, since this is hit the news, there's been a marketing firm on the East Coast who has uh, offered to help him rebrand himself uh, to get out of hot water. And Brett did say that he by no means wants to tangle with Superman and step on his feet. Uh, so he will be doing something about his logo. He's not necessarily going to do anything about calling himself uh, Captain Vancouver. Uh, he, he sort of is attached to that, and he's going to keep that going. So there's a couple of interesting uh, real estate uh, news stories. I have another one. We'll look at that in just a little while. So today we're going to look at the market analysis. <clears throat> so once again, if you're a potential seller of a home, you're going to want a market analysis done of your house so that you get a realistic idea of what fair market value is on that home. And if you're a buyer, you may be interested in a market analysis of a home you're considering. Although a buyer is a little different. You know, a seller, maybe you haven't been in the real estate market for a long time and you're thinking of selling your home. So this is your first introduction to the market prices, although people do pay attention to the homes that sell around them. And they make a point usually of trying to find out what, what they sold for so they have an idea of what their own investment is worth. But a buyer, unless, of course, it's the first time out uh, for a buyer looking for homes or, or the first home they've looked at, typically a buyer is is gaining um, a, a far less formal approach to a market analysis. Uh, the buyer is looking at homes in a certain price range and and in their minds they're 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 creating this live live impression of what is good value for their price range. So they walk into the first home and they say, okay, they're asking this much. This is how many square feet we get. This is the kind of condition it's in. Here's the features. And then they walk into the second home and you can't help but compare it to the first home. Say, okay, you know, were they equal value but different? Did one have more value? And as a buyer, uh, continues to look at homes and the more homes they can get into the better they have an idea of what is fair market value in the price, price range they're looking at so a little less often does a buyer require something formally written out and calculated but from time to time they do and uh, and so this is the sort of information that they will be looking for also if they're looking for a market analysis. So let's just start off with uh, 
looking at the definition of market value. And I'll, I'll read that because there's a couple key points to market value. And, and it reads like this. It says market value is defined as the most probable selling price of a property if exposed for sale in the open market by a willing seller allowing a reasonable time to find a willing buyer, neither buyer nor seller, acting un under compulsion or abnormal pressure, both having full knowledge of all the uses and purposes to which the property is adapted and for which it is capable of being used, and with both parties exercising intelligent judgment. So, interesting, some key words in there for defining market value, <clears throat> they, they first start off with saying the most probable selling price. Now, real estate can be uh, quite predictable, and you can calculate <coughs> a, a likely fair market value, but they say probable because we all know that there can be outside pressures or influences that uh, can create um, a price a selling price to be far lower or higher than what would have been normally anticipated. They also talk about, uh, right here, neither buyer nor seller acting under compulsion or abnormal pressure. Well, if, if somebody has been having a hard time uh, making their payments and it looks like they're going to lose their house, there may be extra pressure just to sell it just to sell the home now there might there might be it's strange the way this works but somebody in a in a tight situation like this obviously they they can use every cent they can from from the sale of their home and they may be inclined to try to stick to a higher price knowing they need the money uh, that can turn into a very bad scene because they don't get the buyer they need and the bank does take over um, on the other hand, somebody could say, you know what, we just need to cut our losses and we need to put this on the market for a, a very fair price. And they may be willing to take first offer that comes in, which may be even lower yet. So, so influences that way can affect another abnormal pressure. I would say anyone or almost anyone who was a buyer in 2016 was under abnormal pressure because they were they were most likely dealing with multiple offer scenarios and they weren't trying to negotiate fair market value necessarily on the purchase of a home they were trying to negotiate bidding higher than all the other offers so i would consider that abnormal pressure although in the gta they've been dealing with this scenario for so long at what point do you <laughs> or do you ever say that that's now normal and it's not abnormal pressure. I can't see how you ever can say that's not abnormal pressure. Uh, the other the other point of this definition is it says here, um, both having full knowledge of all the uses and purposes which the property is adapted and for which it is capable of being used. In, in real estate, we will refer to this as highest and best use. And so an example of that could be if a home, <coughs> pardon me, if a, if a home has this beautiful in-ground swimming pool with this attractive setting and, and, and you know, unibrick, hardscaped uh, 
setting around the pool and and the whole thing it looks like a spa and somebody's looking at that home and saying you know what the house is perfect the location is absolutely ideal we love everything about it except for we we didn't want a pool we actually don't like a pool so we're not going to give it any value as a buyer uh, you know, maybe maybe the the whole setup has a forty thousand dollar value, and and they're just not going to accept that. Well, that wouldn't be the buyer that would be looking at this for its highest and best use because that pool and the setting absolutely does have value. It just isn't for that particular buyer. So that's what they mean by highest and best use, and that is a, a definition and a breakdown of what uh, market value is on a home. Well, we're going to get into now exactly what the components are in a market analysis of a home. But first, we're going to take a short break. You've been listening to Reality Realty, Northumberland 89.7 FM's local real estate talk. Join me after this break, and we'll continue to talk real estate. They called us slackers and cynics, adrift and apathetic. But you and I know we are much more than that. Join me every Thursday night at 7 p.m. for Deconstructing X, the musical story of a generation. Each week we'll look at the events that influenced the music of Generation X and how the music influenced events. Deconstructing X, Thursday night at 7 p.m. on Northumberland 89.7, truly local radio. Why not come out and enjoy a fabulous movie-going experience at the Rainbow Cinemas? Playing January 27th to February 2nd. Split, rated 14A, La La Land, rated PG, and Hidden Figures, rated PG. Rainbow Cinemas are in the Northumberland Mall, 1111 Elgin Street West in Coburg. For showtimes, call 905-372-2444 or visit rainbowcinemas.ca. Well, the washer quit again. Well, I don't know what to do with it. Well, I do. If you need in-home service, new or used parts, previously loved appliances, advice, or stimulating conversation, come on down to Ed White Appliance Service, 51 Mill Street South, or call us at 905-885-7109, where we love to say, yes, it is worth fixing. Welcome back. This is Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant, real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. And we are talking today, <coughs> pardon me, about, uh, about calculating a current market value of a home. Maybe it's a home you're thinking of selling. Maybe it's a home you're thinking of buying. We're going to look at the components of a market analysis. What ought to be in there? And what it means to you and how you can uh, take advantage of knowing this information. And we, we talked before break about the definition of market value. And the, the, the go-to tool that uh, realtors tend to use most of the time for, for um, calculating market value of a home is a, what we call a direct comparison approach. And, and we are comparing the sales of similar homes <clears throat> to, to, the, to the subject, we'll call it the subject property, whether it be a home that you're thinking of selling or buying. So we'll use 
similar homes that have sold and we'll be comparing them to the subject property. Now, if you have something really, really unique and and there is no such thing as a comparison really or a comparison maybe only comes up once every 10 years or something like that, uh, then we would use a different approach. It'd be ca called a cost analysis approach. But the direct compare comparison approach is the go-to approach for figuring out over 99% of the homes for sale. <coughs> Pardon me. So the first thing I would do as a realtor in the market analysis is I'd be thinking about the subject property itself. Now, if if somebody has been living in that home for 10, 15 years, the, the last sale of that home is not going to help us at all because it's too far away from today. And one of the first things you do when you take the sale of a home is you you make adjustments. So you adjust for features that uh, the home has or doesn't have because you're trying to morph these comparable homes into the subject property home. So if the subject property home had a feature like a garage and the one that sold that's similar didn't have a garage, then you have to make an adjustment and add the value of the garage for the kind of shape the garage is in, the size it's in, if it's detached, if it's a, if it's an attached garage, and you're going to have to make those adjustment, uh, those adju adjustments to the homes. Well, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to adjust for time. So if that home sold six months ago, uh, then there would be a, an adjustment, especially in a market like we had last year, where there is a difference in in the home market index over a six months period of time, uh, you would have to adjust for time. Now, if the actual subject property last sold three years ago, say, I would be inclined to consider that a valuable piece of information as a sold comparable because yes, it's three years ago and yes, I'll have to adjust for time, a home price index, but it's the, it's the actual home in the actual location, the actual square footage. Uh, so that, that, has, that has a lot of value. Now, the home price index is basically a percentage of how much homes in the area have, have raised in value or, or possibly they've decreased in value. <coughs> it could be a minus percentage. I mean, that's something we're not used to around here. But uh, a positive percentage increase is definitely what we've been seeing. So maybe the home, that the subject property home, maybe that home sold at the beginning of 2014. And maybe it's a home in Coburg. And possibly for the year 2014, uh, we might give it a value of 4.5% home price index. For, 2000, uh, for 2014, for 2015, um, the, it was a much stronger year that that home might get for that year uh, a home price index of six and three quarter percent and then for last year we might be assigning that home with a home price index of nine and a half or maybe even ten percent so what we do f is we take that home sale price three years ago the subject properties homes uh, three years ago we would multiply the price by the first uh, home price index, which I mentioned could be 4.5%. Then we would take that value 
and multiply it by the six and three quarter percent for 2015 and then we would take that new value and multiply it again by the say nine and a half percent in 2016 so we're we're giving it uh, the the home price index and we're compounding it every year you get you get that new value and now you have to make adjustments as we as I talked about a few minutes ago for features and and features being, what have you done to your home? Maybe maybe you rented it out and the people, the tenants that moved in knew they were there a short time and didn't want to invest any money in, in your property. And so they've just used the property. And, and maybe you have to take a little money off because maybe just for wear and tear. So nothing's been added, nothing's been improved, but it has a little wear and tear. On the other hand, if you've moved into it, <coughs> maybe you've bought new flooring for it. And maybe you've added a garage or you've fenced a backyard. And so there's, there's an amount of, there's, there's an adjustment where you would increase the value after you've already figured out the time adjustment. And, and now that it's all a judgment call, really. Everything is a judgment call. And that's why realtors have the experience of doing this on a regular basis. And they, they refer to uh, uh, references and resources to help them make these judgment calls. And so after, after adding or subtracting those adjustments, now all of a sudden you have, you have the subject property's new value for today. And, and so it's, it's too soon. You only have one piece of information. Now you have to move on to the other sold uh, homes that are comparables. Realtors typically, they pick three uh, comps. We, we refer to them as comps. We'll pick three of the best comps where we needed to make the least amount of adjustments. And after, now those comps won't be two, three years uh, ago necessarily. Hopefully we can get in our community, we can get enough comparables in the last 12 months. Now, if we were in the GTA, we could just look back a month or two and we'd likely find plenty of comps to use. Uh, in our community, if we're doing something in Coburg or Port Hope, we we might have to go back the, the past year. If we're doing something more rural in in Alnwick Haldeman Township, in Hamilton Township, Crammy Township, we might we might actually have to go back a couple years to get to get some relative comps and just have to make uh, an extra change for the time adjustment. So when the realtor gets these comps, and this is something also I like to tell people when I when I present uh, market analysis, even though the realtor has the access to all this information and and knows how to how to translate it into what matters to you, it needs to make sense to you as a buyer or seller. It's not rocket science. It's not something that, uh, you know, you just need to trust somebody on. You should be able to look at this and, and it should make sense. So two, two ways to look at this. One way is the realtor takes three comps and makes the adjustment on those comps and one method that can be used is, is the realtor takes the comp that needed the least amount of adjustment and says, okay, we're going to rely heavily 
on this number as your market value. <clears throat> I would I would say, uh, look at them all, and and not just me saying this. This, this w- would and should be common with most realtors. And, and you would look at all three of them. Plus, if you were able to look at the, the sale of the subject property itself, if it was recent, and, and see if there, there's a rhyme or reason. See if they're very close to one another because maybe the home that needed the least amount of adjustments, maybe there was some unusual pressures for either the buyer or seller, and maybe that that number is not in line with the other numbers. So uh, it's really... A matter of taking a look at the whole picture and finding out now once you're done that and you've looked at the other comps and you've you've seen what the adjusted price is now you can start to say hey I think we should be in this window uh, for selling or buying this home the the fair market value is now in a window and the next thing that you should likely be looking at is what's the competition like. So now you you have a you have a window. Say you're at a three hundred and fifty thousand. Say you're at a three forty five to three fifty five thousand dollar window. Now maybe add twenty thousand above and below it, and start to take a look at what's for sale in that price band, because you also want to make sure <clears throat> that you're competitive, and or. That, that you're asking enough because maybe you're going to see that uh, to get the features, to get the location, to get the size of home, people are charging a lot more. Now, also take a look and see how much time they've been on the market because just because people are asking too much doesn't mean anybody's seeing value in that home. So you're, you have to also incorporate, okay, this is my competition and this is how long they've been for sale. And so another key factor is, is taking a look at your competition. Now, maybe, and this has happened a lot in 2016, we'll do, uh, I'll be doing a market analysis on somebody. I'll be looking in a price band. I'll maybe take that, that window and I'll look at 20,000 above and below and I find nothing. And then I take a look and I add 10,000 on both ends and I'm finding nothing. There's nothing for sale. And so now all of a sudden, when you find out you're the only game in town, well, that that original number you had figured out, that original window from looking at the sold comps, well, maybe now it's time to slide that window ahead a little bit if there's if there's no no comps at all. Now you're you're into saying, okay, uh, you know this this obviously is uh, a great market for me to sell in, and and now I can I can increase my price a little bit. On the other hand, if you're a buyer, <coughs> and and you're going through this process to figure out the value, you know if it's the only game in town and it's a home that you would really like. You also have to consider, too, that this is what the seller's thinking. They know they're the only house in that price band of that type of home. And you basically have to expect that they're going to be looking for a top dollar. So if if they're slightly out of the range that you thought might be uh, an acceptable fair market value, if they're slightly out of that range, you got to realize that 
being the home only home in that value definitely creates a bit more value in in that sort of market. So we've taken a look at looking at the subject property itself. We've taken a look at looking at the solds, so the sold comps, and and taking a look at the competition it's in. Uh, the next thing we're going to look at <clears throat> is we're going to take a look at something we do in Snapshot every week. And we're going to take a look at the next step that I believe should be in, in a complete market analysis. And that's taking a look at the current market conditions in general. Uh, the things we talk about in Snapshot. We're looking at average listing price, average selling price, days on market, percent, uh, naturally we can get from there a percentage of... Uh, uh, the purchase price, the percentage of the list price, and the absorption rate and understanding that. Uh, first, folks, we're going to take another small break. And you've been listening to Reality Realty, Northumberland 89.7 FM's local real estate talk. Join us after this break. We're going to take a closer look at the actual market conditions that should be part of a market analysis. And we have some more interesting real estate uh, articles to go over. Be back soon. Gibson, Marshall, Fender, Boss, Guild, Martin, Guitar Gear, and more with Bruce Walker and Derek Oliver. Brought to you by Long Quaid's Musical Instrument and Lesson Center, Coburg. Every Monday at 10 p.m. we will be reviewing Guitar Gear and more, then playing the bands who use it. Eric Clapton, Neil Young, Slash, Rush. If you like guitar gear and the equipment that goes with it, join us here on Northumberland 89.7 at 10 p.m. Hi, this is Lane with What's Happening This Week. Thursday, we've got the Seniors Information and Active Living Fair at the Town Park Rec Centre from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at 62 McCall Street. There are 50 vendors and a variety of information on health issues, exercise options, and tax info. Thursday night at the Town Park, we've got floor hockey for youth from 9 a.m. till midnight. We also have the Red and White Youth Dance, which is from 7 till 9 p.m. It's time to nominate outstanding volunteers. The stars of Port Hope, the deadline is March the 9th. You can call 905-885-7908. Thursday night at the Jack Burger, date and skate from 9.30 till 10.30. Your date gets in free. Friday night, Battle of the Bands continues. Jeremiah Taylor from 9.30 till 10.30 versus winging it from 11 till 12 p.m. All aboard, Ganaraska Railway Modelers. Saturday from 10 a.m. to 4.30, Sunday 10 a.m. to 3 o'clock. If you have an event coming up, you can contact us at northumberland897.ca. This is Lane with What's Happening This Week. We're the radio station that's all about Northumberland. Listen every day for local news, interviews with local newsmakers, music by local artists, and so much more. We are Northumberland 89.7, truly local radio. Welcome back. This is your Real Estate Forum, Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty with me, Dale Bryant. Before the break, we went over some of the details that you should expect to see in a market analysis of a home, uh, be it a home that you're thinking of selling or that you're thinking of buying. And we broke it down a little bit <clears throat> into looking at the subject property itself, if it sold recently, into looking at comparable sales of uh, homes that are similar to yours and, and looking at the competition that you're up against. 
we're we're going to look at an overview of the current market conditions too, which I, I believe is a very a strong component of a market analysis. And and we're going to also look at how these how these figures, how calculating all this can help you as a seller uh, sell for for fair market value and defend the price that you've put on your home or as a buyer and possibly reasoning with a uh, with a seller who's possibly out of fair market value depending depending on the market conditions first of all <clears throat> I'd like to go over another interesting article I found online a real estate article and this is a CBC online article uh, from January 20th this year <coughs> pardon me and and you may have heard a version of this already in the news because my goodness this this has been in the news uh, a fair bit uh, the title of this article is Royal LePage sees surge of interest in Canadian real estate from Americans and it goes on to read one of Canada's biggest sellers of real estate says it is witnessing a surge of interest from Americans who are considering moving north as a result of the U.S. presidential election. In a report released Friday, Royal LePage said its visits to its website surged by more than four times the normal daily volume the day after Donald Trump's win on November 8th. That doesn't appear to have been a blip either as interest from the U.S. buyers during the October to December period came in a full 40% higher than the same period a year ago. The United States was already a top source for immigration into Canada, and now in the period following the recent U.S. election, we are witnessing a material bump in American interest in Canadian real estate, Royal LePage President Phil Soper said. Always a desirable destination for migrants, Canada's attractiveness as a country for international relocation has surged. November and December are not typically strong months for homes, but Royal LePage says nearly one in six of the company's realtors said they have received inquiries from south of the border since Election Day. So if... I don't know what you'd be doing if you haven't been hearing any news about uh, the U.S. presidential election and uh, um, voting in of Donald Trump, uh, but also what it's been doing to uh, our real estate industry as far as Americans looking to move into Canada. I don't know if they're just looking and and maybe nothing will happen, but uh, there sure seems to be a big buzz about it. The other, the other subtitle here is Canadian Immigration Website Crashed. So the first part was uh, an interview with Phil Soper from Royal LePage. Um, this next part here says the real estate firm's findings are in keeping with other data that tells similar stories. The website of Citizenship in Immigration Canada famously crashed on the night of the U.S. election. The ministry confirmed the next day that the website traffic on Election Day was more than 10 times the usual level and that more than half of the visitors came from the U.S. So, once again, <clears throat> we, took a look at, uh, we took a look earlier in the show at that realtor who uh, called himself Captain Vancouver. He said he was a real estate superhero and, you know, 
sometimes realtors can be uh, pretty creative and 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 think of uh, interesting ways to keep in your top of mind for when you finally uh, make a move. And uh, this one, there's another article here. Uh, someone, a realtor who's taken advantage of this uh, Donald Trump election and uh, potential migration from the U.S. to Canada. And this is this comes from a January 30th online article of Toronto Life magazine. <clears throat> and it's titled Trump Dodgers, not draft Dodgers, but Trump Dodgers. <clears throat> Trump Dodgers founder uh, Jennifer J.C. on helping Americans find real estate in Canada. It says, when Jennifer J.C. launched Trump Dodgers, a real estate listings website that includes contact info for an immigration and real estate lawyer aimed at Americans interested in moving to or buying real estate in Canada last summer, it was mostly meant as a joke. J.C., like most other people, didn't think Trump would actually win the presidency. But since the inauguration day, the Toronto-based real estate agent says the site which she hoped might earn her a little bit of a buzz has turned into a valuable and popular service she tells Toronto Life about who wants to come to Canada and why Trump's latest executive order has had her busier than ever so a little bit of interesting real estate news <clears throat> you may have heard some of that already but definitely um, maybe maybe your ne next new neighbor could be from the U.S. you never know so before the break, last break, we were talking about the market analysis. And, and this part here is going to sound an awfully lot similar to our snapshot segment of uh, that we do in the first segment of our show every week. And what I suggest that you would want to see in a market analysis is you already have now, based on looking at the comparative solds and looking on at competing listings you already have a value but now I would suggest say your values in around the uh, 350 mark just for an example now we want to look at a segment of real estate and maybe it's you're you're looking at a Coburg home and and I'm just choosing Coburg as an example we could we could look at any community but let's say we're looking at a Coburg single-family home and we're at around the 350 mark, so we're going to do a price band, say, of 325 to 375. Let's get a healthy price band in there. And you're going to want to see, one, how much inventory is available. I'd also want to see how many of these type of homes have sold over the past year. What was the average listing price? What was the average selling price? Because now all of a sudden, we can get a percentage of uh, sale to listing price, which most people are always asking for that. Most people are always asking for, well, what percentage should I expect to get of my, of my uh, listing price? Now, a typical realtor answer would be, you know what, we, you can't do that because there's no consistency in how people will price their home. Uh, they might price high, they might price lower to try and uh, entice multiple offers. And, and this is true. This is very true. But you know what? You also can uh, take the information and, and like grab 
a year's worth of sales with a property similar to the one you're, you're considering. And you can find out what the average uh, sale to list price was. I'd also want to know in, in this market analysis, what were the average days on market? And this can be very, very valuable when you're when you're negotiating. Not so much in, in a multiple offer scenario where all sorts of buyers are going to jump all over your home, but in a more balanced market, uh, it's going to be very valuable to know. Uh, maybe, maybe you're in a rural setting and somebody is uh, bringing you an offer and they're saying, hey, listen, you know, your home has been for sale now for 45 days. I think the market is speaking and and you're, you know, my folks like your home a lot, but it's priced a little too high. The, the market has said, you know, they're bringing no offers forward. Well, maybe that's 45 days in and they're saying this, but maybe you've figured out that actually um, average market time for a rural home like yours in that price band is 57 days. Now, if you don't know that, it's hard to defend what that other realtor said because you just don't know. If you've already done the work up front and you know, in fact, that what the mar average market time is, you can easily say, well, listen, we actually do know the market time and this is the market time. And so we're still under the average market time. Very valuable information. All of this is very valuable. And that's why I'm reviewing it because it can help you in negotiations potentially. I'd want to know the absorption rate. We talk about on Reality Realty, the absorption rate every week of Northumberland County in general. Anybody last year who thinks for a moment about real estate could tell you we were in a seller's market. Everybody knew that homes weren't lasting. Everybody knew that there was always multiple buyers putting in offers. Okay, so that's the seller's advantage. That was a seller's market. But unless you figure out the absorption rate, you really don't know how deep we are in the seller's market. You also, if you're not figuring it out from time to time, you don't even know what trend we're in. Maybe we're in a seller's market, but maybe it's moving slowly towards a balanced market. But you just don't know because you just have this gut feeling about it. Uh, knowing exactly where the market is, and I find the very, the very most accurate way to know is to put it in percentages. You can also take a look at it in terms of how many months inventory that is available. I find you put it in a percentage and, and it's very accurate. So when you find out all this information about the market today, over the past year, I like to redo everything again and look at it over the past two months. Because yes, I found out for the subject property what to expect over, over the course of a year. Now I wanna see what trend are we in today? Because every season can fluctuate that market and what the market's doing. So I'd like to do it, if I, once again, if I was in the GTA, I'd likely only look back a month. It being in this community here, I wanna look back two months and I wanna do it all over again. I want to see what's sold over the past two months. I want to see what the listing price is, the selling price is, how many days on the market, the absorption rate. And then I would like to compare that to the figures we've had over the past year. And that will tell me if, 
maybe maybe they'll be very similar. And so that's that's good. You know how to deal with that. But maybe the market's just gotten so much stronger for the for the buyer. Let's say it gets stronger for the buyer. A buyer would want to know that. A seller ought to know that. And so once again, with this information, you take that market value you thought you had on on that subject property and this kind of information tells you whether that needs to slide up or down again and folks it, it might seem a little dry but this information uh, you know is so important to know the true value the, the true fair market value of a, of a home whether you're selling or buying and it has loads of value in negotiating uh, I'd be the first to admit that negotiating uh, value is super diminished in a market like we had last year because, like I said before, you're not necessarily negotiating for fair market value. You're just negotiating to beat the other offers that are going on a home. And as far as the seller goes, you're just looking for the best, uh, for the best offer that you think will actually happen. So, folks, that's... That's in a nutshell, more than a nutshell. That's a review of uh, market analysis. It's a breakdown of what we do every week on the snapshot segment. And if you have more questions about this, call up your realtor, ask them about uh, the, the market analysis on a home, ask them about the different components. It, you, really, you really need to see it. And, and in all fairness, it, it just, just uh, being handed a few um, comparable listings with none of the adjustments being done, with none of the calculations being done, is, is just not enough. Uh, you don't want to leave any money on the table when you're going to sell a home. And when you're buying, you really don't want to uh, spend more than you have to. Uh, if you need to turn around and sell it in a year or two and you really overspent, uh, you're not going to maybe like the news that happens then. Well, folks, this is the end of our show. Uh, appreciate you listening. If you if you have any questions or comments about today's show, um, feel free to uh, contact me by emailing dale at dalebryant.ca or call into the radio station at 905-372-2391 and leave, leave me a message. They'll make sure that they get it to me. And don't forget to join me, Dale Bryant. I'm an active real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. Join us next Thursday. Next Thursday, we'll have a Catherine Gissing will be a co-host for next week. And we have scheduled to have people from Habitat for Humanity on as guests next week. And uh, we'll be talking about what they do. Uh, so join us next Thursday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon for Reality Realty on Northumberland 89.7 FM, truly local radio. Folks, until next week. Hi there, I'm J.P. Phantom, host of the Phantom Jukebox, where we salute the great songs of the 50s and 60s. But we just don't play the hits, also the flip sides and the gems that never got on radio. They're the ones